Commoning Accessibility at Casco Art Institute, read by Victoire Rafi. Information and tips on grassroots, mixed ability accessibility organizing. For anyone who already knows why and is interested in learning how. Casco Art Institute envisions more just ways of living together through practicing art and fostering the commons. Through core exploration and study with collective art projects, as well as organizational experiments, our projects grow from posing critical questions and practicing radical imagination, forming community and generating art and knowledge as common resources. Commoning accessibility does not separate body from mind, instead understanding the mind as embodied. Improving accessibility for all body minds is a way to find commonality among differences and to establish new ways of unlearning together. Art and culture are privileged fields in which to practice accessibility precisely because of the inherent possibilities of multimedia experimentation and expression. We want to share some of our findings after a year-long intensive exploration of accessibility practices supported by the City of Utrecht. This is not an exhaustive list on access and disability, nor is it a comprehensive manual. There are many more, more thorough ones out there. But a summation of tips learned along the way that reflect our particular findings during the period of exploration. These languages and tools will inevitably change over time, particularly as accessibility becomes a creative life practice for more people. During our period of investigation, we embraced the practice of mixed ability access organizing, meaning some of those participating in accessibility practices are themselves part of the disability community in some way. Disability is not a monolith. Accessibility is beneficial and favorable to and for everyone. Access organizing is a full-time pursuit. Large institutions, such as museums, may create dedicated roles since they have a civic duty to the public, in addition to more resources to formalize and fund this work. This document shows that access organizing can also be done from the bottom up. It should be the responsibility of everyone in the institution, artist, curator, educator, administrator, to advocate for accessibility. For some, living with a disability is like a full or part-time job. Our perspectives on accessibility are informed by Sins Invalid, a disability justice and arts activism performance project, and the Disability Justice Movement. Both organizations are informed by and center the legacies and work of trans and queer BIPOC artists and activists. There are always going to be crips. There are always going to be people in pain. That's just the nature of being in a body. But the social body, we can change. Patty Byrne, in conversation with Stacey Milburn, since Invalid and Barnard Center for Research on Women, 2017. The milieu of artists and organizers involved in gatherings such as I Wanna Be With You Everywhere, 2019, Performance Space New York. Access has this capacity to break through the boundaries of medium, 
because of the way it makes art necessarily iterative. Through access, a single artwork might exist as a description, as a notation, as sign language, as a transcript, or as a tactile object, depending on what people need. Caroline Lazard, interviewed in Freeze, issue 225, 2022. Communication and collaboration. Access notes are provided by institutions or event organizers and detail spatial accessibility and event accommodations. Access docs or care riders help communicate needs on an interpersonal and structural level in order to better work together. Check out Access Doc for Artists for tips. Accommodations, an excerpt. Live stream and recording. This might not need an introduction, but institutions returning to quote-unquote normal consequently means returning to in-person events without the live stream option. For a long time, before the pandemic, publics have asked for programs to be made accessible online. Now we have a better idea of how to creatively host these spaces. This baseline accommodation makes the various accommodations below more possible. Image descriptions. Image descriptions narrate the content of an image or video and are read by a screen reader for blind or partially sighted people. These texts may also include information not legible on the image in order to encourage deeper understanding. See Alt Text as Poetry by artist Bojana Kokliat and Shannon Finnegan. These can also be spoken within a video, like in a public Zoom gathering where a presenter describes their appearance or what is presented on screen. Verbal description tours. Verbal description tours, or visual description tours of exhibitions, are an accommodation for blind and partially sighted people that describe the exhibition experience. These are also a useful resource to anyone who cannot visit the exhibitions. In our case, we invited artists and writers to create these texts and made transcripts and recordings available in both English and Dutch. Transcripts. Radio programs are more accessible when there is a transcript version of the content provided. Transcribing a radio show means providing not only speech, but also audio descriptions. Captioning. The captions are a component of the audiovisual material and are necessary for D-deaf and hard of hearing people in addition to others who require textual support. For our online events, we commissioned a mixture of quote-unquote amateur, beginners who want to learn and support, and professional captioners. You can also consult online services like rev.com. Audio descriptions. These texts describe the audio component of a video and are included along with captioning. Instead of simply describing piano music, the audio description elaborates on the qualities of the sound in greater detail. Sensual piano music, or soft piano music like fin fingertips trickling down your back. Sign language. Sign language is a vital part of deaf cultures. Providing captions alongside audiovisual material is the bare minimum requirement for creating access. Fostering inclusive multilingual spaces entails including sign language as well.
There are many different sign languages. Consider who you are connecting with. NGT is Dutch sign language, and there is also international sign, which is an auxiliary language. Many people know American Sign Language, ASL, because there is a deaf university in the US. In some cases, you can also use multiple sign languages depending on who you are communicating with or engaging. Get to know both hearing and deaf interpreters before you hire their services. It is important to consult with deaf people as to who they like to work with, but do your own research first. Consider hiring a deaf interpreter. For example, if you are delivering a speech read from a script or would like to produce an inclusive tour of your exhibition or video of your, about your organization, it would be advisable to hire a deaf interpreter. Hire and employ deaf people as much as possible. If you have an event that runs for over an hour, it is necessary to hire two interpreters so that they can interchange and rest. Translation. Striving for multilingual content is essential for connecting with local and international contexts and audiences. It is also a struggle. For example, this document is currently only available in English. International art English and accompanying concepts are not always accessible or easy to understand, while oversimplifying such concepts runs the risk of coming across as patronizing. Unlearning is like a spiral in motion. More, more, more. A promise and a practice. So much to consider. Accessibility in the arts, a promise and a practice, is an incredible resource to start with. Thoughtful planning means including accessibility-related costs in your initial project budget. It was beneficial to have a financial pot designated to overall accessibility meaning we could be flexible and adaptable to our needs and the needs of others. There are a number of funding options available and by mandating accessibility in exhibition and program production, it will likely begin to reinforce itself and become increasingly available and standardized. We do, however, want to emphasize the messy magic of DIY practice. Cycles of life. Consider the following two cycles. An accessibility cycle. Institutions and funders need to critically investigate what serving the public actually means. Who exactly constitutes the public? Funders sometimes ask, well, where are the disabled visitors? We have to reply, there are none because we don't offer accommodations or meaningfully connect. Versus, access is love cycle. The more you connect with the disability community and continue to adapt, nurture, and sustain access with them across time, the more value you generate for disabled life and the more you improve accessibility. Access is Love is a visibility campaign by disabled Asian American activists Mia Mingus, Alice Wong, and Sandy Ho. Unlearning. Check out the 10 Principles of Disability Justice and Skin, Tooth and Bone, a Disability Justice Primer by Sins Invalid and Access Intimacy, The Missing Link by Mia Mingus. Access Intimacy is that elusive, hard-to-describe feeling when someone else gets your access needs. Do your own research. 
No doubt you will make mistakes. Access, like care and safety, is not something perfect, stable or complete, but rather something to strive for. Strive to do better every time. Commit to accessibility over the long haul. It won't happen overnight. Imagine yourself grey-haired and still practicing your values. This also means unlearning a sense of urgency and the need to be productive. Crip time is a helpful phrase for communicating how embodied experiences of debility or delay affect your life. It starts with you. No, it is not an individual problem, but institutions are made up of people. Channel your individual power into structural change. If you are invited to take part in an institutional program, insist that access be a condition of your participation or at least start a conversation about it. If this isn't possible, practice asking for help as well as asking how you can help others. Internalized ableism can even make this a difficult task. Working toward disability justice and accessibility directly engages the politics of visibility. It involves material and relational changes that are not always visible. It takes courage to care for what is unseen. It would be wonderful to see the art and the culture sector take part in greater accessibility, safety and care practices. Embark on your own research and learn about people who are different from you. Recommendations from our radius. Musea en Gebaren in Gebaren, Netherlands, helps make art and culture accessible to de-deaf and hard-of-hearing people. Feminists Against Ableism, Netherlands, Advocacy and Activism. Op Friedes Vleugels, Netherlands, recent podcast series organized by Eline Pollert and Chandra Koster at Trent Museum. Speyers Collectief, Netherlands, Mixed Able Dance Theatre Company, Melt, Germany, Access Server, is an email server that anonymizes, collects, and financially compensates access requests that disabled people send towards institutions, and was recently presented, starting at minute 55.28, at Het Nieuwe Institute in the Netherlands. Arika, Great Britain, an aspiring model for accessibility practices. They also use access surveys after an event to understand how their accommodations are used. Crip News, US International, an informative newsletter assembled and dispatched by Kevin Godkin. Colophon, Commoning Accessibility by Stacey Boucher, designed by Lotte Lara Schroeder, copy edited by Samantha McCulloch, produced by Casco Art Institute, Working for the Commons, Utrecht, Netherlands, May 2022. Thank you to organizations Ingebaren and Text for Live slash P2P subtitling. Also practice within the education context of Kaabeka's Witchcraft, The Poisons, The Remedies, Spring Cycle of 2020-2021, and Sandberg Institute Design Department, and Unsettling Rietveld. Thank you to these students for their attention and work. With financial support from Gemeente Utrecht, Accessibility Subsidy. We hope that you find this information helpful. Thanks to all who were part of this journey in big and small ways, alphabetically.
Agathe Barr, Ezra Benes, Janine Van Berkel, Dana Casey, The Casco Team, Leanna Boven, Bina Choi, Luke Colin, Marianne Taku, Eric Eutenbohard, Victoire Raffi, Kuhn Park, C.A. Conrad, Jeanette Cheda, Chingin Chen, Annie Dickman, Flavia Zodan, Clementine Edwards, Sven Engels, Tarane Fazeli, Kevin Godkin, Anisha Goswami, Anja Grauten, Ferle Haverhaas, Lisa Hindurks, Jeren Hermann, Nemo Hersey, Lisanne Hawkes, Kamisha L. Jones, Janneke Kurs, Annette Kraus, Sandra Lang, Judith Leisner, Anna Linares, Alexa Martin, Kanach McBride, Mia Mingus, Setare Norani, Rosa Pardon Cooper, Amy Pekal, Bernila Manula Philip, Ying Ke, Norma Sanchez, Erika Spray, Linda Terpstra, Mira Thompson, Jitzke Tinnevelt, Nathalie Tweboom, Vivian Sirhal, Rose Vatel, Nachla Willemsen, Leanne Weinsma, Joste Winde, and many others living and ancestors elsewhere and from previous projects where access was prioritized.